Hello and you're welcome to the Window Cleaners Business Podcast with Stephen Lee and Harry the German. Harry the German. You're back. You're very welcome back again. So it's been a busy week for the two of us. Um, and before we start with a few uh, interesting bits and pieces that we thought we could share this week. Uh, how was your week, Harry the Turk? It was okay. Was okay. It was raining and snowing a bit, but I. Uh, you got cold. I, I I did I did yeah, Sharking at two degrees is not as lovely as at three twenty degrees, but anyway this week I uh, learned a few bits about myself I what uh, we I went to a customer I do for the last year, and uh, she is kind of a cheapskate she she's always looking the job re- really cheaply done. Yeah, and uh, she wanted me to do some extra jobs this week, and I said to her it'll be double the price, and uh, she just uh, got a, she just flipped out at me, and she's like, "You can't charge me that much because you not you just normally charge me that much, you know." Yeah, but uh, for a change, I stuck uh, to myself, and I stand at the ground, and I said, Good. "No, no, I it needs to be that much. It takes me longer," and um, I learned to my I I I just learned this week. Stand up for yourself, and if you need to charge something, you just need to charge it. And, that's and it. let's face it, Harry, should it have been more? It should have been even more, but I, I let it slip I know, and said I know. double so, the price, and I know, that's it. I know. So no. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and besides that, this week I did a few jobs. I had a few problems where a customer uh, told me to be there at 2 o'clock, and they were yeah. not there. I was waiting around till 2.30. And then they contacted me and told me, um, I'll be there soon. An hour later, they were still not there. So I went off and did another job. And then they rang me and told me, um, I'm here. Where are you? And I told them I'd be back in 20 minutes or so. And um, yeah, turned out right when I came back that there's still no one there. And that his wife is about there in about an hour again. Yeah. And finally they gave me then the code to the gate and so on. But it was an annoying struggle, like, you know. A bit messy, a bit it annoying. It was, it was. And what can you learn from that? Well, to just get the the, the gate code maybe in advance and, and tell people yet quotations to you over the phone that, mm. uh, yes, there a gate, can you give me the pin and so on and so on. So that when you start at 2 o'clock, you will be done at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's you know, if, if you are just very organized and you think you'll be at this job for two hours and you should be done at 4 o'clock and... It turns out you're still there at five thirty. You know. Yeah, I know. It's taken you, you. It's taken you up your whole day, like. I know, and then if you ha- actually had a customer planned for after that, oh, did, that's yeah. that's putting out the schedule on them, it, and it, it put the stress again on me to ring them. Thankfully, the customer was really understandable and and yeah, and yeah, that. yeah. So it was okay, like, but it could have went wrong again where where people to where people are telling me on the phone like yeah, yeah you yeah. told me you'll be here at four o'clock i know so i know it's stress and you it's know, it's just, a, or for me uh me and my guys have to get on to maxine and say will you contact so and so and let them know that you we're need to tell well, people who me who that is uh maxine is in the office so uh and uh and that it, it puts the whole thing off doesn't oh, yeah. it oh it totally does yeah i have that about directions 
Oh yeah. If you've not been there before. Oh yeah, I've I've been to people's places and they they're just telling me, oh you you go this way and you go that road down and you just can't find the property. Yeah. So every time when I ring people now, I just you ask them for the postcode and that's it. Yeah, I know. And I just pop it into Google. You go onto my phone and. Yeah, I know, I know exactly. Do, and there I go. But you know what? Some people probably listen to this going, I have a round. What are these guys like? What's this not being able to find customers or what are these new? Do you know what I mean? Well, the the thing is, you get you get customers ring you and they're not in your round and you're just. I know. Oh, exactly. You know. That's the thing. And like those customers can actually be great because for a start, it's something different. Oh, it is. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a new experience for you in your day as as much as anything else. And it, it and it it can fill out stuff. Oh yeah, but you it's know? it's really important to get the postcode from them because if yeah, you're stuck is, on the phone with them for twenty minutes, and you're coming too late, you kind of look like a dope. You, you, yeah, you don't I know. know, where I know. You, you don't know what you're doing, and so yeah, on, you exactly, know. exactly. Yeah, so I'm always stressing that as well. Yeah, because I remember one of my lads was driving around the countryside trying to find a place, and I thought the directions were all right, but mm. again, it was just because. There was no postcode given and it wasn't great. Yeah. Here, in other news, I am loving my SLX. Oh, great. Um, How are you getting on with it? Yeah, it's good. There's definitely less bend than the CLX. Mm. Like, the full carbon is nice. Uh, it's definitely lighter in the hands. But you know what I find? Because sometimes, depending on who picked what pole out of the van, I might then get the SLX. Mm. No, I might get the CLX. Which is the hybrid? The, the CLX is the red one. The yeah, so the 75%. CLX. Yeah. So if if I got the CLX, it is heavier. But do you ever use the heaviness of a pole as your advantage when you're leaning into a glass? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes a heavier pole, especially on downstairs ones, um, I just find like the weight of the pole helps you scrub. Mm. I don't know. It was funny that I don't. I really don't mind still using the red. Well, on my twenty seven CLX, I like uh, that it's flexible when I do the Velux V windows because yeah, yeah. they're so hard to clean the anyway. Yeah, and you just be bending it a little bit around, you know. Or you do a little wiggle with your ah, body, wiggle, and, wiggle, wiggle. and by the time it gets to the top, it's I turk doing the turk, it. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, yeah. But the SLX one for your normal two story. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Like, yeah, you know? it is. I don't know how that pole could be improved, apart from maybe hand warmers or something oh, yeah. <laughs> on the end of it, you know. Yeah. But no, it's. Uh, I find it really good. So um, getting used to that. Yeah. I actually wonder how a, a 40-foot pole in that is, you know. I know, yeah. I know they're three, three, three kilos in weight, but... Yeah. You know, I suppose there's no point unless you're... Like, my CLX with its extra bit, is 32, mm. 33 foot. I've never had to go higher than that. Oh, yeah. So I suppose... I suppose it gets it gets heavy as it goes, you know? Oh, yeah. So, Stephen, tell us about your wonderful week in business. My wonderful week in business. Um, I learned a lot this week. Right. Because, do you know what? If you don't learn every week, you're going backwards. Yeah. Uh, what did I learn this week? And, do you know, it's a lesson that's kind of taught over and over again that customer you have to meet customer expectations mm. so you can go and do a job and as it was it was a bit of a first clean on some of the windows and 
So myself and the guys were going around uh, doing a job and our job would be to a very good standard anyway. But the customer uh, in this massive, really posh house um, thought that some of the frames on the inside needed more than okay. what we had done. And talk about being picky. Like really. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we had left because she wasn't there. And that was the problem. She wasn't there originally. Oh, that happened to me before, yeah. And um, and then Maxine in the office got a call saying, I'm not very happy. Uh, not very happy customer so of course you go back and you go back with the right attitude like I know guys and it's like they go back with this kind of really rotten head oh, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean how dare they did it but like you can't do you know what I mean so went back and um, and it, she explained to us how she showed us some of the frames now some of the stuff wouldn't come off because they had either broke you know damaged the, the frames or whatever it was that um but we could get like minute tiny little bits off but i learned from and that happened a couple of times during the week that it's customer expectations like what does she expect mm. you know like that was arranged through uh, the office we went out she wasn't there we worked away we finished and we went mm. and she would have paid on our website but if she was there or if we would have had that chat in person, she would have explained that she wanted everything to be 1,000% perfect. Mm. And that then there wouldn't be... So I suppose the lesson from that is whatever customer you have, you have to meet their expectations, which I suppose means not promising too much mm. and doing the job that they deliver. Because as you know yourself, you could spend five hours doing a 99.9% job and then you could spend another five hours to do that 0.1 of a percent you know and do you find now that uh, maybe in bigger projects like a builder's cleans and so on you should maybe go there and do the quotation then instead of you over the phone or definitely I'd um stuff like that I'd never do over the phone mm. what the office does do over the phone is if somebody is willing to send a picture and that seems to be working really well to mm. save us doing a, a journey out now i'm not talking like a builder's clean mm. i'm talking like just your standard house oh yeah and then the office can give a quotation and say you know this is you know 20 to 30 40 to 50 70 to 90 they can give an approximation based on something like that mm. but then they will say this is based on the pictures given if the guys come out and f- and they can give you an exact one then and there. Do you know that sort of way? Oh, yeah. And I suppose it depends how far away the place is. It, there's loads of factors into it, you know? Oh, yeah. But on a standard clean, it can that can save a lot of time if they can send pictures. And I suppose some people want to know, you know, some people might have no idea how much something would cost. Mm. So they, they want a basic sort of a guidance, you know, for... So here, um, going back to polls, if a guy asked you, what should I go and get? What poll, a newbie, what poll would you say to him to go and buy? And he's, you know, he's putting big money into his business, so he's not wanting to spend outrageous money. So, But he, at the same time, he's wanting to 
to go out and get a decent amount of kit. What would you say to a be- to a newbie? What, Paul? Now, in the last year when I started the UF, I bought the 27-foot CLX one. Now, it's it's a lot cheaper than the full... Me too. ...than the full K, full, fully carbon one. Um, but I wanted to go the three-story because, because sometimes you get the the Velux windows or the yard yeah, building that is three-story. Like, you yeah, know. exactly, yeah. So I spent that £70 more to get the 27-foot one. Um, I saved up then to get another one, you know. But yeah, yeah. The twenty-seven CLX, I think, to start off with, is good enough if you do two to three story kind of jobs. Like yeah, would you be tempted to say to them to get the full carbon twenty-seven? Now, from from a point now, yes. Like loads of people told me, spend the two hundred euro more to buy the SLX one, but yeah. I didn't want it to listen. Yeah. So I, I, I got now the mindset of spent once instead of, of, of twice. Like, you know. Yeah, I know. You, you just buy two times. It's, it's yeah, I know. And that can happen to loads of... Uh, I suppose, like, it's probably a good point at this time. Like, guys, if you're experienced and you're, um, you've been at it for years and you know exactly what you have in need, tune out now because uh, come back to us in five minutes' time. But for guys that are out there that are just traditional like what people like sure clean uh, great company they will give you a beginner set won't they like they'll oh, yeah, they, they, they can, have yeah. packs and all the companies have packs oh, yeah. but i suppose really for water if we're to basic this down mm. they need a tank of water a tank for water yeah. to be held in a van Again, it doesn't have to be a van, it could be a trailer, but look, it needs well, to be a van, doesn't it? In England, some people just use the heat and the oil, like clean, empty heat and the oil drums yeah, instead, of right. a big ta- instead of the big tank. And they keep going back to their house if they're nearby and all that sort of yeah, stuff, do they? Yeah, because they don't travel as far as we would do down here in the countryside, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I started off with a 350 litre tank in, in my Kangoo van, yeah. and um, I'm upgrading soon again, so... yeah. How many litres would you use in a day? Say there was a, a mixed day of, a busy day, mm. but a mixed day of mostly outside, small journeys, maybe, you know, maybe two or three houses together, a bit of a, you know, five minute van journey, and then a few houses together, and then another little journey. The odd one on the inside, but mainly outside. How many litres in a day? Well, it depends. For me now, it's it's between 200 and 350 litres a day, like. Yeah. You know, it's depend like and how at the start I wasted a lot of very hotter like because I very wasn't too sure how to rinse the glass properly. Yeah, I know. So, so you think if I use tons of water, that oh, has yeah. to be safer rather. Because than... a year ago, I would maybe run back home and refill the, wow. the whole tank again. You wow. Know? But now, um, I I rarely use the whole tank. Yeah, I know. I'd say, I I'll set out. 350 a 350 tank say for one guy would would never be emptied mm. um two or oh, definitely and going back for more you know mm. um bigger tank needed oh, yeah. um but if uh if it was one person say it was just me by myself for the day uh i could i'd say 200 liters mm. Two, two, but I never go out with 200 litres because there's no point in not finishing something or not 
you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. if bring more water than you need, obviously, you know. The thing is with me now, in the summertime, I got a few uh, bigger projects where you need two, three tanks because the buildings are just so big. Wow, like, you'll wow, be yeah. there two days just cleaning. Yeah. And then I just want a bigger tank so I maybe don't need to go home and refill again or just refill there on the spot. Yeah, I Because know. that particular location had a TDS of three, 310, if I remember Ooh. right. So it just eats Dirty. your resin. It eats your resin, you know, and it's costing you then yeah. as well. So, guys, so a newbie, if it's a one-man van, if it's a two-man van, you probably need... 650-litre tank. But really. then if you have a 650-litre tank... You need a van that you can, need a, a, that can a ton carry that. payload like, yeah. because of all your different equipment and fuel and all that sort of jazz. Um, so, uh, but a newbie, he needs a three fifty tank to be safe oh, because yeah. there'll be days that he might a need two, a two a two twenty liter tank. We could do as well, or two fifty. It's scratching. If but, for an, but then a new guy yeah. is he going to use a bit more water than he, he, he could? Yeah, uh, you know, it's depending. Like, I yeah. mean, you got to start. You won't have as many jobs if you're a yeah. traditional vehicle cleaner and you've got a big round already. You definitely need a three fifty. Yeah, tank, yeah, like, yeah. So know. a three fifty tank. And then the guys need to know how to get pure water in. Yeah. So what system are they going to use? So I use a mixture of reverse osmosis right. and rainwater. Now, I just use the DIV, the two DIV hassles because... Um, you had to start I had no round at all. So yeah, yeah. I didn't want to spend six, seven hundred euro on a car on a 40, system. 40, like, yeah. 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 Because they are quite expensive. They are re- really efficient and all. They're coming down in money a bit though, aren't they? they? Are, I th- think Shortly sells the cheapest now for 550 or something like that. Is that for 4040? Yeah. And is that sterling? Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's 430 sterling, I think. It's not bad. That's okay, yeah. I'm bit of that to get that. one in the next year. Like, but yeah, I know. If you start up, you don't have no, the resources true, yeah. to buy but everything. But for a, for a guy that has tap water of say 250 300 tds yeah, and if he's putting that just straight to an 11 liter bottle of resin it'll be gone in it'll a week. be gone in a week yeah my rainwater harvesting and this year the plans i have here at home for you know like a 3000 liter tank mm. sunk into the ground with a float valve with the resin built in oh, yeah. it's going to be class I'll, I'll i'll do a video or something on it because it's oh, gonna, yeah. I'm going to completely sink it with a manhole cover with um, the pump, submersible pump yeah. built in. That All there is is a hose pipe connection, drive the van up to it, oh, yeah. remove the manhole cover. There'll be like a little controller, bing, bang, boom, mm. and rainwater in. Um, and then you don't get the, the waste water, I suppose, with rain. My rainwater could be anything from 10 TDS up to 39, what it was the other. There you go, the Vion that I got now. Now, I got two IBC tanks now, yeah. and I get uh, the water in at 45. Now, my tab water is 120. Yeah. So it still reduces my cost. And yeah, yeah. Half like. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. maybe if I clean the roof, it's going to come down a little bit more. Yeah, I know, I know. and you know what I find the dirtiest rain if it's not rained for a week Mm. and then it rains um, that TDS could be 50 but then if you wait for 15 minutes you can watch it coming down and down and down and down and then it could be 15 
So if you had a, like I was trying to think, if you had like a little electric actuator, like there's probably a great business idea in having like a a little thing on the gutter with a TDS meter inside Mm. it, that once it saw it coming under a preset thing that it opened a flap and let it go into the tanker. There's an idea there. There's a, (laughs) there you go. If you're looking for a business idea, I will buy it. (laughs) <laughs> and we get 20% and we get 20% here 20% like 20% for you 20% for me is it yeah exactly yeah exactly 40% uh, is what we will do that patent for we've got it done already Harry haven't we oh, yeah, that yeah, patent's yeah, in yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, now the other thing that you'd be needing for any startup is uh, the battery and the pump and so on can yes. you tell me about that yeah um yeah, so say they just decided to harvest rainwater, so they just had resin. You could get away with that, couldn't yeah. you? Like, oh, a, yeah, would yeah. a hundred pound get your re- eleven litre resin bottle uh, filled? I know Shortline does them for a hundred pound filled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you had rainwater of that, you could. Oh, but yeah. then you'd be surprised; it actually has to rain heavy enough to get stuff down the gutter for it does, to yeah. fill it. Um, but if you want tap water, you just can't get resin, can you? Mm. You have to get the reverse osmosis. Um, it depends. Everything over 120 TDS, you should get a, re- a reverse osmosis. Like yeah. Now, my resin can last six months on the rainwater of... Oh, you're so lucky. I know. I change it every three to four weeks, depending. Oh, really? On the tap, yeah. And do you get a half bag from short? Uh, from short. I'm getting the full bag, like, and I got two. And d- you split it. Yeah. How much is a full bag? A full bag is, I think, seventy nine pound. Here, they must have done me a great deal then, because she sent me ten liters. Right. Uh, or nine and a half, she said, or something was left over for thirty quid. Yeah, they're normally about thirty five. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Well, it's grand, yeah. Um, I think if you buy three bags, you can get it for two hundred pound anywhere, but. It doesn't keep though, does it? It doesn't keep any longer than six months or something like that. I think or a year. Yeah. So. So what? I, um. At the start, Shortly did a really nice idea: a box, and inside that box was a pump, a controller, and a little pre-filter, mm. and the battery, and okay. it was all in the one size size of, you know, a few laptops stacked on top of each other, that oh, yeah. sort of size, you know, two shoe boxes together, that sort of thing. Like the fuse boxes that you get, yeah. Yeah, the few, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. one of those. Yeah. And really clean connection in, connection out, and mm. that was it. So um, now, since that, I've modified, so it's the same box, and I have two controllers and two pumps. Oh, great. Uh, they squeezed in mm. with a lot of soldering and yeah, I've seen the f- I've seen the photos yeah. on YouTube and Facebook and that yeah well. I know so um, yeah so connection goes into those two um, controllers and motors and then out the other side so somebody would need I'd say just go for the shore flow 100 psi pump and controller mm. do you is that what do you say yeah um, how much is that I think it's a hundred and Hundred and thirty nine pound or something. Like is that, that just for the pump? Is it or for the, the pack? The pump and the control unit. Oh, together is that all it is? Ah. that's all right, isn't it? Now I I went along and I got a lesser battery there for seventy quid. I ended up doing that because the little battery, the little leisure battery, that was in um that pack mm. wasn't beefy enough to handle two pumps. Oh yeah. 
No, the thing is, the batteries after a year or two they get quite sluggish yeah, because you yeah, just recharge exactly, yeah. like all the time. And mine uh, runs off the van that it gets uh, charged up as I drive. Oh, nice. Um, but again, that was getting a little bit tired, so I'd have to start in the afternoon. I'd have to start the van for ten minutes oh, yeah. to run them, and then I should be getting that. I went uh, last Saturday to to a building, and the last four v the last four v endos, uh, the pump wouldn't start oh, for no. me anymore, and I had to go up and do it traditionally. But oh, I hate that. But thankfully, I did all the tops anyway. So yeah, so yeah, so um. Uh, they have the pump, they have the the reverse osmosis, but then that'll even only bring it down to, it still should go through the resin, it really ideally, just to oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, push it off. And then they have a pumping controller, so a uh, hose pipe uh, goes from um, the tank, oh, the, whether, I suppose you have two ways of running it. If you have pure water in the tank already, yeah. and you're not purifying it in the van, you can just go from the tank into the pump and out to your hose reel. Yeah, and that's it. That's and then the which connects to your boat. Or you could put dirty water into your tank. Yeah. Well, so semi-dirty, well, yeah. which then goes through the resin bottle and then through and then into the pump. And oh. Couldn't you? Or, yeah, you can. Or the other way around, or you could do dirty to the pump into well, the, the resin w- and out. The way I do it is I clean the water before it's going into the tank. Yeah, me too. Because I use a, spe- a special liquid. It's called vegation. This is for you experts out there who... who uh, it's produced by David Kemp. If you Facebook or Google him, he'll uh, tell you all about it. You, you just put a, a little bit into the tank. And, and how much is a little bit? Um, I think it's 1 ml per 100 litres. Wow. So I use 3.5 ml for my whole tank and it makes the windows even shinier and 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 it just brings sparkle to the class and that's wow harry the turk bringing sparkle everywhere he goes Ah, (laughs) you get the crystal clear result a crystal clear result Ah, but uh before that i just put the dirty water into the tank it went to the two di resins and then into the pump into the hose reel that's another thing you need to get a hose reel and you need to get some hosing yes through the pole and that's it yeah that's it isn't it yeah uh, the hose reel, I know, again, I should have spent more money the first time round on a better hose reel. Mm. Because, you know, they do the really robust metal ones oh, versus yeah. the cheap ones. And the cheap ones get battered, they drip. And, like, they get abuse. So go oh, yeah. for as strong as version as you can. Um, the mini bore onto it. Yeah. Uh, you can do that. Or the new, or the new armor fee hidden as well. Yeah. Um so that's kind of what a newbie would need. How much money, if you were to go up to your suppliers and say you give two prices, give a price with the reverse osmosis and give a price without, and say you just got the standard CLX 27. Uh, now, the, the, now, the standard, the cheapest package you can buy, I think, in Shortly, is around £1,000, £1,200. Um, it's a cheaper kind of pole. So yeah. if you want the CLX one, you have to spend, spend 100, a 200 more. Uh, that's very, very on the eye vessel, your pump, your controller unit, the tank, and so on. Uh, I think I spent, the first time I went up to Shore Clean, I didn't get the RO, 
and I think it was about two thousand euro. Really, nineteen hundred euro. For that was probably the you have the bad exchange for rate at the time. Yeah, it probably was so actually. You, at the moment, it'll be so would it have been fourteen hundred euro. But you see, I got the upgrade to the twenty seven, the CLX twenty seven. Oh, okay. And all that, and the box kitted out and mm. done out. And with the remorses, my horses now, you, you, you can buy a cheap system, you can buy a yeah, more yeah. expensive system. So you can spend anything of 300 euro extra or 700 euro extra, you know, it's all dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the story with the cheap ones? The flow is so slow. It's a lot slower. Like, it, it takes you over the whole night to fill the tank. Yes, with the cheap like ones. Like, I got a friend when he comes home. From his days, he puts it on at the system at 7 o'clock. Yeah. And it'll be done at about 8 o'clock in the morning. I know. It is very, very slow. Yes. You know, and I don't know. I just shut the shows up. I fill the tank in an hour's time and that's it. Wow, it's very good, isn't it? Uh, and that is still too long. I know people, they're yeah, just fill yeah, it yeah, yeah. through the day and they've just got the... The, the, she had just got three IBC things of yeah. clear, clean, very hotter there. Yeah, I know. And just because I suppose connected. the thing is, is if you have a submersible pump that can toss out a serious amount of water mm. really quick, that's really cool. Oh yeah. But you can't put it to resin at that speed. No, you can't because that will just flush the resin out straight away. Yeah. You so know? you can't do that if you're doing it. You either have to purify it going into the tank yeah. first or. Or just treat go, it afterwards yeah but then it just needs to go slowly and you know yeah just, i know i know yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. not too slowly like yeah not either, too, you know. yeah exactly yeah yeah so there's a there's an act to it there's a friend of mine he only started recently he had the problem where when he put the resin into the di vessel um the bottom cup from the from the uh, resin may heck there yeah. came actually loose okay and he closed it and he didn't know that it was happening and he lost all the resin and uh, all the resin now he he put the water through the resin and then into the tank right and all the resin went into the tank oh no so you have to be really careful with that but wow that was a second hand system yeah, I don't know yeah. if it broke before Do you know, or not. I stopped putting the resin uh, containers in the van because they were getting broke. Yeah. You know, like if or something fell same. on top of the little connectors, the mm. little, uh, you know, hose to mail connectors, oh, yeah. they were just snapping, snapping left, right, and center, yeah. and it was preventing me from. So it was just safer to have it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. I I got my two DIV hassle stored in a box outside the, the garden there, and yeah. that's it, you know? I know, I know. Because it's, it's again, some extra. Forty kilos or twenty or yeah, yeah. well, it's depending where you had sizes you got like, uh, twenty to forty kilos that you'd be driving around as well. Yeah, you know? I know, I know. Which is costing you fuel and so on. Well, Harry, the Turk. Turk the Turk. Turk the Turk. Harry the German. Uh, we shouldn't finish up this podcast without, uh, giving some business advice. Right. So, um, I am in a networking group. Oh really. Yeah, I, in uh, my local town, I go every Friday, most Fridays, um, from 7.30 till 8.30, and it's not B&I, but it's B&I-esque. 
and um explain to us why you have that is me gaining because okay. I got <laughs> um it's um yeah so it's the the bni principle of going there giving referrals uh giving value to other people and everyone in the room gives business to each other oh, trying yeah. tries to help everyone out uh bni can be quite expensive yeah. and is very strict and rules-based whereas this is excuse me working off the same principle but it's cheaper yeah. and it's not as strict yeah. we run it nice it's a nicer environment um but you know what being in a networking group is really good because true you get referrals like i do get referrals and business off of people in the group uh, and that's great but the best thing about that is for an hour every friday morning you're in a room of business people right and you the the guys that are in the group like then there's an accountant a solicitor like they'll stand up and give their 60 seconds and they'll have a bit of advice for the people in the room so don't forget this the revenue are looking for this mm. do you know what i mean like they've got really good tips and tricks okay. it's not just like um buy off me because of x y and z you know so um and it's just a really good business environment like you're there and you hear other people's news and they'll um you know, on big deals that mm. they're doing, and that inspires you. You get different ideas off of them, or you might say to them, "Here, um, where do you get all your printing done?" And they'll say, "Oh, do you know what? There's a really good place." Or, "Don't go here. Don't go there." Mm. It's just a really good oh, environment. It's it's good for your business mindset. You and know. So you can tell me how did you hear about that? Um, there was a customer of mine that was part, and he told me about it. Okay. And I thought to myself that it was going to be a sort of a funny elite. Mm. Um, every Friday morning at half seven, are you joking? Do you know what I mean? I, mm. I, but I, I went. You could go for free for a few visits. I went the first time, uh, saw the value that was in the room. Um, and these days, I don't even go looking for a referral. Um, I go just to experience. The room and also it gets you in the community and it gets established as the go-to person in a certain sector in that area you know mm. so it's all good and could you google that for your own definitely. county or town or? definitely yeah google that see if there's anything going on go and join you can get work work comes from work um and it's a really good mindset so yeah oh, check it out if there's a networking group in your area give it a go oh great is there one near you? Um, I checked actually on Google. I couldn't find anything. Oh. So I'm asking now a few people to see if there is something like that in the yeah, area. Yeah, I know, I know. Because mindsets are a big thing now as well, aren't they? Oh, yes, yeah. uh, um, or uh, masterminds mm. and stuff like that are a big thing as well, you know? Well, I hear the quote this year that if you want to grow in yourself, surround yourself with people that are either in higher places than you that's right or just or just want the same things than you instead of with people that are yeah uh, have no dreams at all and what's the saying your um what about your five closest friends uh i don't know i forget but the essence is is the tell me your five closest friends and, and that's where you who you are who you, yeah. are, you yeah. know Exactly. So I suppose it's. I just love quotes all the time, but I can never. Remember I know. Them I love much. quotes too. Quotes are class. Uh, I love them, but um, well, sure. That was right. more of helping out guys that maybe that don't good. have the poll system. Maybe they have the system. They're spending a fortune on resin, and they should try and do something a bit different. Mm. Um, 
and hopefully some value to people out there and we'll uh, be back with some uh, really good tips and tricks help you grow your business again don't be afraid uh, to email us and with any questions or anything you want answering Um, so from Stephen Lee and Harry the German Harry the German we will be back again soon chat you at the next podcast alright thanks guys take it easy bye